Boy, they just, man, I tell you, they pray and seek the Lord and sing these songs and just get us right ready for the Word of God, and I appreciate that so much. Again, I want to say just thankful to have all of our visitors with us today. Great to see Sister Angie and her family with us up from Florida, and uh, thankful to see always you you make some great friends in the house of the Lord, and it's always good that we can see each other uh, when we can. Love all of you. Appreciate you. Glad you're here today. And now I'm ready for God to speak to us through his word. Amen. Praise God. Son, come on to the pulpit today. Let's get ready for the word of God. Give Brother Jake a hand as he comes this morning. Praise the Lord. Thankful for what I feel in this house today. I'm going to preach. And y'all need to just get ready and preach with me. I need somebody who believes this today. I need somebody who believes what the Bible says, the promises of God where we're headed, what we're all about. I need somebody who believes it with me today. And I've been, I feel like I've done this several times lately, but uh, I'm not preaching until we sing a course together. It's uh, what a day that will be. There is coming a day. Is that the one? Where no heartache shall come. You get your mind on it for just a minute. No more clouds in the sky. No more tears to dim the eye. All is peace forevermore. On that happy golden shore. What a day, glorious day that will be. Sing it together. Do you know that that's real? Do you know that that day's really coming? How real is it to you? How real is it to you today? What a day. What a day. I'm looking forward to that day. I don't care what happens before then. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. Doesn't matter what else happens in this life. 
Doesn't nothing else matters because that day is coming and it's real and it's not a fairy tale. But that day is coming when I'm gonna look upon the face of my Savior with my own eyes and I'll be able to touch him and I'll be able to worship him forever. That day is coming. Hallelujah. Let me get right. I got some reading today. Won't keep you standing, but just a minute. Matthew 24. When I'm done reading and pray, then y'all can have that ready to pull up. Matthew 24, starting in verse 3. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him. <clears throat> Privately saying, tell us, what shall these things be? When shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming And at the end of the world? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilence and earthquakes in diverse places, and all these are the beginning of sorrows. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, and they shall kill you, and shall, you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended. If there's nothing else prophetic that you can see coming to pass right now, and then shall many be offended. And shall betray one another and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall arise and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure to the end, the same shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached. Shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations. And then shall the end come. And then very quickly uh, to Revelation 22. Verse 6, said unto me, and he said unto me, these sayings are faithful and true, and the Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to show unto his servants the things which must be shortly done. said, Behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keep the sayings of the prophecy of this book. And then verse 12, and behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me to give every man according to his work shall be. As his work shall be. And then verse 20, lastly. He which testifieth these things saith, Surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so come, Lord Jesus. That's what we say. That's not the Lord. Even so come, Lord Jesus. Can you lift your hands and your voice one more time? Be ready to receive the word of the Lord. God, I thank you so much, Lord, for your presence that we are able to experience in your house today. Lord, I feel the anointing of your Spirit on me today to preach your word. Lord, I pray that you would help me anoint my lips of clay. Help me to deliver this word the way you want me to. Help us to receive it. Lord, remove all unbelief and doubt and 
Lord, fear and anxiety and, Lord, anything that would hinder us today, remove it right now in the name of Jesus and light a fire inside of us today. Lord, we want to be, Lord, ready for your coming. We want to be all that you've called us to be. And we want to think rightly about your coming. So help us today in the name of Jesus. Could you clap your hands? Give God a shout of praise. Come on, not with, not just with your hands, but with your voice. Can you give Him a shout? Hallelujah! You can be seated. And I have something that I'd like to treat you to just for a moment before I go any further today. Y'all can pull that up. Make sure the video is pulled up. I'm going to throw something at you, JT. I'm just playing. God bless our media. So, Brother Eberhard, why in the world you always preach like that? There is a place of safety. There's a place of refuge. There's one tonight that has paid the supreme price. And he said that it was not his will that you perish. If you perish, it's going to be against the will of God. But God is not going to make you. He is not going to force you. He said, whosoever will, let him come and take the water of life freely. And that's what Jesus Christ is, is a Savior or a Deliverer. A one that will save us in the time of trouble. That's what he is tonight. You can look at this like it's a fairy tale if you want to. And you can look at it as though it's just another book. But whenever you begin to feel the earth moving out of its place. And you see everything coming to the ground. You see the islands fleeing away and the mountains being shaken down. Oh, Brother Eberhardt, do you believe that? I believe what this black back book says right here. That was my great-grandfather, Brother Grady Eberhardt, in the year 1980, preaching a message titled, Earth Shaken in Tribulation. And he preaches this message as he did so many other times in his life, so fervently about the coming of the Lord, about the end of days. And our elders, don't matter how long you've been in the church, the ones that blazed the trail before us, and, and, and the reason why many of us can sit here in the house of God today, because elders preach this. Elders believed this, and they weren't apologizing for it. They could see the signs of the times, even then, starting to come to pass. And I want to tell you first and foremost today, there's a reason I played that today. I want to tell you, I've come to tell you that we can see the signs more clearly than we ever have been able to before. And I'm not going to let fervent preaching about the coming of the Lord die with the elders. I've come to tell you today that I'm not going to let preaching about the coming of the Lord die and be in the ground with the elders. Oh, come on now. 
I got to stay right here for just a minute. This is for everybody. Let me, let me talk to some of my fellow young ministers, some of my young men. Hey, guys, we got a responsibility. We got a responsibility to carry this thing. Come on. We've got enough young guys that act like idiots. We got enough young guys that just do whatever they want to do and act one way in church and act a different way outside. We got enough guys. Come on, that ain't concerned about this, that ain't worried about this, it's all about me, me, me. We need somebody that's going to carry the truth of the word of God, just like our elders did, and say, the Lord, the day of the Lord is at hand. Somebody's got to carry it. We've got a responsibility. And I'm fired up about it today. I'm telling you, just because a lot of our elders are gone, I'm still telling you, the Lord is coming. The day of the Lord is at hand. We're closer than we've ever been. And I'm not going to let fervent preaching about the coming of the Lord just be swept under the rug, be forgotten about. I'm going to preach it. I'm going to live it. I'm going to be ready for it. I'm going to proclaim it. Come on, I'm telling you, we've got a responsibility. We've got a responsibility. Come on, you, somebody feel called of God to do anything. Feel that, feel that weight to be a witness, a, a preacher, a teacher, a, a soul winner, whatever it is. Make full proof of thy ministry. Come on, we got to let people know what's coming. We got to let people know what we're all about. We can't just just have cute preaching. We've got to preach about the coming of the Lord. We got to preach about the time that we're in. Because I tell you truthfully today that we are in the days just before the coming of the Lord. It's real. It's real. Back in Matthew 24 again, it said, For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. That happens. That's been happening. And you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled. For these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. We've got wars. We've got rumors of wars. We've got unrest, instability. For nations shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. We've got that. If you look closely at that, nation against nation doesn't necessarily mean a literal nation against nation, but ethnicity, race against race. We've got it. Division, turmoil, kingdom against kingdom. There shall be famines and pestilence and earthquakes in diverse places. These things are happening more and more. And they shall deliver you up to be afflicted. It shall kill you. It shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended, shall betray one another, shall hate one another. We've got these things. Many false prophets shall arise and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall wax cold or or shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. It says in this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all Nations in all the world as a witness to all nations. I believe that it's at this point 15 countries that we have not taken the gospel to yet. 
if my if that number is correct. And we're getting our organization is getting ready right now missionaries to send to those places. And we we're not even allowed to to know openly what those nations are because they're nations where the gospel cannot be taken legally, where they'll kill you, where they'll throw you in jail, where they'll shut you down. It says this gospel is going to be taken to every nation and then shall the end come. I'm telling you the signs of the times. You'll get with me in just a second. Right now you're like, oh man, I hate this kind of preaching. These things are happening. I'm telling you, these things are happening. Our elders preached about it. We are seeing it. They warned us about it. We're living in it. Right now, without just trying to be Irvin Baxter today, but right now, the Catholic Church, the Pope, is working with Islamic leaders to create one world religion. To fuse all religions together. They're getting ready more and more every day to rebuild the temple in Jerusalem. There's peace treaties that are going to start things into motion that we're going to see things happen quickly. Uh, there, there are things going on all over the world right now that, that they're just, you're not paying that much attention to them, but you will when the fruit of these things starts to be seen. There are things happening right now, right now, that once it comes to full fruition, things will begin to happen very, very quickly. I'm not trying to, to just, well, may, if you need to be scared, I'm trying to scare you maybe, but I'm not trying to just preach doom and gloom today. I'm telling you, this is where we are in our world. This is where we are. We're, we're in the time that our elders preached about. Matthew 24 and 33. So likewise ye, when ye shall see all these things, know that the end is near, even at the doors. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass, all these things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. But of that day and hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage until the day of Noah entered into the ark. And knew not until the flood came and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Then shall two be in a field, the one shall be taken, the other left. The woman shall be grinding at the mill, two of them. The, the, the one shall be taken, the other left. Watch therefore, for ye know not what hour your Lord doth come. But know this, that if the goodman of the house had known in what hour or in what watch the thief would have come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. Therefore be ye also ready for in such an hour as ye think not the Son of Man cometh. Who then is faithful and wise servant whom his Lord hath made ruler even of his household to give him meat? In due season, blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. Verily I say unto you that he shall make him ruler over all his goods. But And if that evil servant shall say in his heart, My Lord delayeth his coming, and shall begin to smite his fellow servants, and to eat and drink with the drunken, the Lord of that servant shall come in a day when he looketh not for him, and in an hour that he is not aware of, and shall cut him asunder and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites. 
There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Church, I hope I can shake you and wake you today. With the help of the Holy Ghost, we are in the days of the rapture of the church of the living God. We are and we'll see prophecy being fulfilled before our very eyes. And it doesn't matter what you think about it or how you feel about it or if you're scared of it or whether or not you're ready for it. This is where we are. And now you might say, oh, Jake, you just, you just read it. No man knows the day or the hour. And a lot of people say that in ignorance. Because I might not be able to set my watch, set the alarm on my phone and say, this is when the Lord's going to come. This is when the trumpet's going to sound. When he told his disciples that, of course they didn't know the day or the hour. They weren't nearly as close as we are. They had work to do to set things in motion. They weren't nearly as close as we are. They didn't live in the days of the rapture of the church. But see, the Lord didn't just say that and then say, good luck. He told them, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. When this happens, you need to be watching and praying. When this happens, you need to know the end is near, even at the door. When this happens, you need to point your eyes to the sky and know that I'm coming. So I might not be able to set my alarm, but I can look at what's going on and know that any day, this might be the last time that I open my eyes on this earth. I might be called out of here today. So don't, don't, don't fool yourself saying no man knows. Because you can look around. You can be ignorant of it if you want to. But if you look around, you'd see it's time to start watching. It's time to start doing. Uh, When he comes and finds that servant so doing, he'll bless and make him a ruler over all his goods. I want to be that servant. Stay with me. It's no time to be in denial, church. It's no time to play dumb. It's not a time for an ignorance is bliss mentality. No time for games. You can't afford to play around anymore. If you think that you can do things your own way and figure it out later, then you're spinning the chamber on your eternal soul. Too many people, they want to pick and choose what they take from the Word of God and they don't want to talk about the words that Jesus spoke concerning the times that we are in right now. With many, I've never seen such blatant denial. I've never seen such willful ignorance regarding a subject. It's amazing to me how many church people that we have that do not think about the coming of the Lord. Church, as much as miracles and signs and wonders and Holy Ghost and baptizing and and singing and dancing and outreach and, and churching and all these other things, the coming of the Lord has got to be come ingrained in our identity as much as all these other things. 
The coming of the Lord has got to be on our mind as much as all these other things. The, the coming of the Lord has got to be in our thought process every single day. When I'm driving, I just, sometimes I, I'll see some pretty clouds and I'll be looking at them and I think he could come through those clouds right now. Bible said he coming, he's coming with clouds. He, he, could, he could show up at any time. And I remind myself, you, you know what? I remind myself a lot of times, you know what? There are things that if I'm going off what the scripture says, there's things that I believe we've yet to see. But still, I'm not going to wait until it gets as dark as it can get and as bad as it can get and as shaken up as it can get before I decide that I'm going to be ready. Now listen, I'm not referencing a movie when I say this, but we truly are in the end game. This is what you would call the end game. I'm not trying to mess with anybody's theology or or anything like that today. We are in the last days, the days before the coming of the Lord. Most of us, if not all of us, in here today will leave this earth through the rapture of the church, I believe, wholeheartedly. Anything can happen. We know that life is but a vapor. But if the Lord keeps us on this earth, we will see the rapture of the church. We're in those days. I told you, just stay with me for a minute. Right now, I've got you. I have to preach it like this before I get to the the part. But I am preaching with every ounce of passion that's inside of me today. The Lord has stirred me up. And I believe He's trying to stir His church. I'm preaching with a great urgency, yes. With a great burden. But I told you, I'm not trying to preach doom and gloom to you today. I'm not. Now I need somebody that believes this to get with me. Because I'm here to tell you that these last days will be the most glorious, the most abundant, the most powerful revival and outpouring of the Spirit of God that this world has ever seen since the beginning of the apostolic church. This is the churches. This is our greatest hour. This is our greatest hour. And we've got nothing but glory to look forward to. If we could get out of our own head, if we could get out of our own head and line our vision up with what God has a vision for, my goodness, 
My goodness, what would happen if our vision would line up with God's vision for these last days? If we would jump on board with what God wants to do through us. This is the most glorious hour for the church of the living God. We're not going down. We're not going to go out laying down, I'm telling you. The Lord is still speaking to his people in these last days. It is being prophesied in our movement in these last days that North America is going to experience the revival and the harvest that's currently happening overseas in global missions. I'm telling you, God is going to pour out his spirit on all flesh. I wish somebody believed that. I wish somebody believed that. God is getting ready. Come on. I'm talking about where we are right now. Backsliders, atheists, entire denominations, entire churches, entire organizations, other religions, every race, every tongue, every background, every culture, every walk of life. Your mama, your daddy, your husband, wife, sons, daughters, aunts, uncles, cousins, grandparents, classmates, co-workers. God's going to fill them with the Holy Ghost if you would just get outside of your own head and get in line with what God wants to do in these last days. If you think that our cities are going to hell in a handbasket with no hope, I'm telling you, you're wrong. I'm telling you something different today. Oh, I feel bold in the Holy Ghost. I feel bold because I know what God has a vision for, and I've caught the vision for it. I wish you would too. I'm telling you that Sanford Stadium was built for us. I'm telling you that that classic center was built for us. I'm telling you, stadiums and coliseums all over North America, they were built for the church, not for football stadiums, not for monster truck rallies. They were built for the church. It isn't going to be like those YouTube videos that show just a few people sitting in a little old church and just a few are taken when the Lord comes. No, 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 no. It ain't going to be like that. I'm telling you, when that trumpet sounds, the apostolic church will be in its most glorious hour, stronger and bigger than ever before. This world's going to be shaken in more ways than one. It's going to be shaken in more ways than one because the apostolic church of the living God in these last days is going to shake this world to its core. You think downtown Athens can't have Holy Ghost revival? I'm telling you, you're wrong. You think all them folks are too crazy and too far gone for God to fill them with the Holy Ghost? I'm telling you, you're, gone. you're wrong. I'm telling you, drunks and addicts, I don't care what they are, homosexual, transgender, it don't matter what they are, God's going to fill them with the Holy Ghost. God's going to deliver them. God's going to save them. We're going to take this city, our counties by storm. I'm telling you, it can happen. I'm telling you, 90-something thousand people's going to sit in Sanford Stadium and be filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. 
because God has a miraculous vision for these last days. And if I can make you realize how close we are to it. I'm telling you, this sanctuary is tiny. This time, this sanctuary can't hold what's coming. This, we're gonna have to do something. God's gonna make a way, but these walls cannot hold what's about to happen. We've planted, we've watered, God has prophesied, God's given us the word, the increase is coming. Oh, I wish somebody could just praise the Lord for a minute. I wish somebody that believed it could just praise the Lord for a minute. We are about to experience. You think this is just me? You think this is just me just having a bold vision? No, no, no. God's been speaking. Do you believe that God, God spoke in this book? God spoke and we read accounts of it and it still speaks life to us today. It's the living word of God. And we have prophecies. But did you know that God is still prophesying? Did you know that God is still speaking to men and women in our movement? In this church of the living God, still speaking to people, he just like he did to, to whoever we can read about in this book, God is still speaking and saying, thus saith the Lord, this and this and this. Do you believe that's still happening? Do you believe that God's still alive and speaking to his church? If we pay attention, we realize what's about to happen in this world because God's still speaking. It's been prophesied within our movement and we're facilitating this. I, I, I'll tell you something. I don't have all the details about it. But, but next year, in 2020, on Pentecost Sunday, the UPCI in North America is every district. We technically have 57 districts. That means every state and then the, and then the, the states that have two districts. Every district of the United Pentecostal Church in North America is going to hold apostolic crusades in every state, in cities, all across North America on the same day. They're gearing up. They're, they're, give, they're about to give the information. They're about to get our churches all over the place ready for this. It's going to happen on the same day at the same time all across North America. We're going to be all over the news. We're going, uh, we're going to be all over the place. This world is going to see what's happening. And I'm telling you that millions upon millions of people are going to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. It's going to be Book of Acts on a whole nother level. It's going to be Day of Pentecost on a whole nother level. That... I'm, I'm just telling you how real it is. We're strategically planning for the coming of the Lord in these last days. Now listen, we're not just going to wait till Pentecost Sunday to start letting this happen. This is going to be a regular thing until the coming of the Lord. I'm telling you this world, you know why there's going to be so much opposition? They're not as worried about us right now as they're going to be. 
This world's not as worried about the church right now as they're going to be when they start seeing the world being shaken to its core. So I'm telling you, we've got nothing but glory to look forward to in these last days. There's not a movement or an army or a people or a nation or any force in this earth that's more powerful than the apostolic church of the living God. We're playing offense now. And then, can you stay with me for just another minute? And then, the ultimate victory. First Thessalonians. Or verse 16. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. Where are you going to be at? You might be asleep in the bed. You might be driving down the road. You might be at work. You might be throwing a stick with your dog. I'm trying to, I'm trying to make it real to you. Because it's real. Where are you going to be standing someday real soon? When all of a sudden, here we go. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. So shall we ever be with the Lord. Oh, come on somebody. Come on, somebody. You don't know where you're going to be standing. But all of a sudden, it's going to be glory forevermore. All of a sudden, we're going to meet him in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. I tell you what, we get excited about vacation. The week of vacation, man, we're anticipating. We're packing early. We're getting ready. We're booking flights. We're looking. We're downloading the app. We're getting ready for all kinds of stuff. We get ready and anticipate all kinds of things in this life. Do you realize that one day very soon you've got the greatest thing to look forward to? And it ain't no vacation. We ain't coming back. So shall we ever be with the Lord Jesus who saved us. Oh, I wish somebody could just rejoice. I wish somebody could just rejoice. Because you're the generation that's going to see it, church. Oh, I wish somebody could get excited about the coming of the Lord. I'm not dreading it. I'm not scared of it. I don't want, come quickly, Lord. Come quickly. (laughs) 
Don't forget the end game. Don't forget what we're working towards. Don't forget what we're looking forward to. We ain't doing all this for no reason. We ain't doing all this because we're part of a club. I'm telling you, one day we're going to be caught up with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. But of the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I write unto you. For you or for yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say peace and safety, then suddenly destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness, that the day should overtake you as a thief. It's not going to come as a thief to me. Ye are all children of the light, and as the children of the day, we are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night, and they that be drunken are drunken in the night. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for an helmet the hope of salvation. For God hath not appointed us unto wrath but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with Him. Stand with me. In just a minute, I'll open the altars, but... I feel, though, I feel that maybe even before that happens, we need to have a little taste of heaven on earth. I wish that we would get ready to rejoice. I'm talking about in just a minute. Now listen, before I read this, before I read this, I want you to think about everything that God has brought you through. I want you, to, I want you to think about situations you're praying about right now. Sickness, family situations, things that make us cry, things that can make us feel down sometimes. We need the help of the Lord. Think about this life. Think about everything that you've... Think about the reason why you have hung in this. Maybe why you've walked away and then come back to this. Think about who we are. And I want you to realize that this is coming very, very, very soon. Because we're going to have great revival. We're going to have the most glorious day that the church has ever seen. And then the Lord's going to descend from heaven with a shout. The dead in Christ will rise first and then we'll be called up with them. With Him together in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. But it doesn't end there. Because we'll be with Him. And every person that we reached is going to be there. And I believe your lost loved ones are going to be there. 
They ain't going to be lost. We're going to be there together. And we got brothers and sisters all around. Outside this church, this city. We're going to be there with them. We're going to be there with loved ones that have gone on before us. Ones that we miss. And the apostles and the prophets. David and Noah. Moses and Paul and Samuel and and Jesus. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. No more crying. Isn't it funny how I can't even talk about it without crying, but Ain't going to be no tears. God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. And there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying. I hath not yet attained. Neither shall there be any more pain. For the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. Now that can get us very emotional. And I know that you've preached with me. And I'm so thankful. But I wish, and this is just maybe a little different, but I wish that before we even come to these altars, could you begin to lift up a sound of praise? This is just why I feel in the Holy Ghost. I have felt since before the service today. Could you lift up a shout of praise right now? And I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't mean just stand there and cry. I wish that somebody would rejoice. I wish that somebody with a loved one there would rejoice. I wish somebody with sickness in their body would rejoice. I wish someone that's ever been through something would rejoice. I wish somebody that's lived this thing their whole life would rejoice. I wish somebody that's praying for a prodigal, praying for a loved one, would rejoice. Come on, people of God. This is where we're going. This is where we're going. If somebody dropped a winning lottery ticket on you right now, you'd be running these aisles. I'm telling you, this is where we're going. We'll never take a more fun youth trip. We'll never take another fun marriage retreat. This is good. It's going to heaven together. I wish somebody could jump. I wish somebody would leap and run and shout. What are you going to do when you get there? You ain't going to be crying. Oh, but what rejoicing. Oh, what singing. Oh, what shouting. Come on, somebody. Come on.
Come on, somebody. Oh, you got something to look forward to. I'm telling you, we're right on the edge of the coming of the Lord. And so shall we ever be with him. tell you what come on down to these altars but i want you to come rejoicing i want you to come praising yeah yeah brother Vaughn. oh he's he's been looking forward to it for a long time almost there almost there I'm telling you, God's pouring out the Holy Ghost in this room right now. If you want the Holy Ghost, I want you to lift your hands, and I want somebody to find somebody and pray someone through to the Holy Ghost right now. God's ready to fill people. God's getting ready. God's getting people ready for this. Come on, somebody. Come on. If you, if you don't feel ready, you can get ready today. Come on, that's just the way God's moving. I don't need nobody just standing around. I need somebody to pray with people. I need somebody to pray with each other. I need somebody to, to, to start ministering right now. God's getting people ready for His coming today. God's going to fill people with the Holy Ghost. Come on, church. Hallelujah. Come on, I don't need nobody standing around. I need you to pray. Pray blessings on people. Pray people through. They need a breakthrough today. There's a ministering spirit in this house right now getting us ready. Come on, preaching about the coming of the Lord ought to bring salvation. It ought to bring repentance. It ought to bring breakthrough. Hallelujah. We praise your name. We praise your name. Come on, ministers. Come on, young ministers, find somebody, pray with them. Pray them through, make full proof of thy ministry.
Come on, church, I'm asking you to step out. The Lord's really moving in this house right now. Is He's not done yet. I'm asking you. I'm asking you. If you got the Holy Ghost, step out and minister right now. Step out and lay hands on somebody. Step out and be an encouragement to someone. Pray someone through right now. We're going to heaven together. We need to minister to one another. Oh, we worship you. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Oh, yes, Jesus. We trust you, Lord. Still moving. We're not done. Listen. You're not. You're not. Hotter and more sweaty than I am. There is a ministering spirit in this house today, and it, there there are things. I'm telling you, there are things on people today trying to get them to stay still, trying to get them to just not get what God has for them in this service today. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. And I lose freedom and liberty in this house, not only to receive, but to pour out and to minister and to be a blessing. If you've got the Holy Ghost... I'm asking you to participate. If you've got the Holy Ghost, I want you to find somebody and pray with them. You ain't got to have a prophetic word, but find someone and pray with them in the Holy Ghost. If you have to, then start speaking in tongues and intercede right now. But don't stand there and let the enemy steal your blessing today. 
We need people to get the Holy Ghost. We got people that need a breakthrough. I wish that somebody with the Holy Ghost would just start praying in the Holy Ghost. Was lay your hands on someone, be apostolic, and pray someone through, and minister, and let God do what He wants to do in this house right now. Like a bride 
all stretch our hands this way and pray Holy Ghost is all over that section right there people seeking being filled with the spirit just right there at it would you lift your hands and your voice this way right now just God fill our brother with the Holy Ghost hallelujah hallelujah that's it lift up a voice church come on now in the name of Jesus. He looked all your other boss at a high. Touch him, Lord, touch him, Lord, touch him, Lord. Oh, my God. Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah. People still seeking and still praying. Come on. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Remember when somebody prayed you through? Remember when somebody labored with you and prayed with you? Hallelujah. Jesus now. Oh, God, loose your spirit right now. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Hallelujah.
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, give the Lord a hand in this house and praise him. Listen. Listen. For those that are seeking the Holy Ghost, I feel like the Lord, with my experience with being filled with the Holy Ghost, let it happen the way it did because he knew I would be pastoring people and would be able to encourage them. It don't always happen on the first time or the second time or the third. It may not be as long as it was, but when I sought the Holy Ghost to be filled with it, I was baptized, I was excited, I was living my life, repented life, living for the Lord. Every service I was praying, every service for two years and three months and 21 days before I ever heard myself. People, other people would tell me they heard it, but I said, I didn't hear it. And I said, I want to know. But even in the book of Acts, we see a revival that was happening and people were uh, seeing miracles. There were healings and spirits being cast out. People were being baptized. But nobody was being filled with the Holy Ghost yet. And so they sent for Peter and John to come down. And when Peter and John got there, the revival moved forward and people were filled with the Holy Ghost. But those people weren't any more blessed than anybody else. They were blessed to the Lord. They were seeing miracles. They were living their life. They were being baptized. And they were just waiting for their Peter and John to come by. And so if you're seeking the Holy Ghost, you just remember, it didn't come to the day of Pentecost was fully come. And every individual, sometimes they just lift their hands and get it. Nobody's even praying with them. And sometimes we labor in the altars with them and they get it. Sometimes we pray three, four times and then they get it. But when you have repented and you're living your life for the Lord, you love him, you just, you've done your part. God will do his part. The scripture said, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. That's our part, repentance and being baptized, walking in faith. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. There ain't a man alive can give you the Holy Ghost. God gives the Holy Ghost. He pours out his spirit. So, and God's faithful. Brother Dusty, God's faithful. The Holy Ghost is coming. You just keep believing it. Anybody else that was praying and seeking it today, you just keep praying and believing. It's coming. This was not wasted time. Before the devil tries to tell you, boy, y'all just wasted your altar time, and that, that didn't mean anything. That's not wasted time. Let me tell you, every prayer builds up faith. Every preached word of God builds faith. Every time you worship, it builds faith and gets you closer to God. And every time you pray like that, you're just moving closer to Him. Praise God. We serve a victorious God. And that makes us victorious because He lives inside of us. Praise God. Let's pray for we're dismissed. Jesus, thank you. We just want to seal what's happened here by faith today. The word of God has gone forth and it has been like faith sown into our lives. Lord, we claim it that it's going to bring forth fruit. There have been prayers of faith prayed in this building. There have been people seeking, and you said if we seek, we shall find. There have been people knocking, and you said if we knock, it's going to be open, and people have asked, and Lord, I believe today because they ask, it shall be given. So today, Lord, we trust you and put our hope in you. Send us on our way now. Let us be a great light for the kingdom of God. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name. And everyone said amen. Praise God. Give him one more hand clap and a shout. Hallelujah.
Just give him a shout of praise. Hallelujah. God's good to us. Thankful for the word of God. Thankful for that reminder. He's coming. He's coming soon. I want to be ready. Praise God. We love you. Let's be at prayer meeting tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. We're going to have a great time in the Lord. Wednesday night, if the Lord don't come get us, we'll be here at 7 o'clock. God's doing great things. Invite somebody to church with you. Let them be blessed to the Lord too. God bless you. You can be dismissed in Jesus' name.